0: Hello.
1: Welcome to the number two Love's Logic podcast. Second
0: episode.
1: With Coco. And Kay. And today we want to talk about emotions.
0: Uh-oh. Emotions, no. As a Polish guy, I want to run right now.
1: <laughs> but you love emotions. I love them. Um, I think it'd be fun. I wanted you to be here for that. Because a lot of times when I talk to folks about emotions and like, you don't have emotions because there's something terribly wrong. <laughs> yes. yes. Or men have less emotions than women. Or Women if, uh, are
0: emotional and out of control, and men are just placid beings who are are, are based in logic and reason alone. All the time. All the time.
1: And um, Or if you're a man and you have emotion that it's like there's something wrong with you or you're weak or you're not functioning properly.
0: Yeah, if you're anything aside from placid or rageful, then you're not a man.
1: Oh, it's, yeah. 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 I didn't even think of, like, rage is acceptable in certain circumstances um, as a man. And I thought it'd be good, too, because you, having a degree in neuropsychology, being board certified, I think you can talk a little bit about... No, I tell people, like, you literally have structures in your brain that their job is to produce emotions.
0: Yes, literally (laughs) every brain, every mammalian brain, dogs, cats primates and humans dolphins dolphins whales whales have parts of the brain yes scare Coco a lot Um, have structures in the brain that are solely for the experience of emotion and our emotions are uh, integral to our functioning as a healthy person
1: yeah they're there and a lot of their brain structures and functioning does a lot of regulatory processes.
0: Absolutely. Our frontal lobes regulate those more evolutionarily ancient structures like the amygdala and these kinds of things that produce emotions. And our frontal lobes help to regulate them, like emotional regulation is good, Mm -hmm. but absence of emotion is bad.
1: (laughs) And not not a natural state of being.
0: At all, at all. Um, In in fact, the lack of emotion or empathy is psychopathy, which is like the worst thing we typically (laughs) think of as people having.
1: Right, that... Which is funny when you think of that, because I think a lot of folks, I mean, even in the back of my own mind, we've been like, there is this like supposed ideal that yes. we come across like in the media or like professionalism or from our parents or that we have in our own head.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: If only I could be all logic, free of emotion, then I'd be perfect.
0: Yes. Absolutely. Well, I mean, it kind of goes back to the Enlightenment, where it was like yeah. science and reason was the driver of progress, and we need to tame the emotions because they just simply get in the way of progress and optimal level of functioning.
1: Right. Which I can see where people come from. Yes. Because like, we get our, our egos wounded, and we want to get revenge, and we, we feel insecure, and we want to puff ourselves up, and... You know, our ego gets in the way and then... Or we get rageful and then that's not... Typically, if we reactively act on our rage, we typically don't make great choices.
0: Yeah, and typically on a small scale, like on an interpersonal scale, emotions oftentimes can produce really bad results if they're not regulated or if a person lets them run wild. So it makes sense that, you know, the culture sometimes errs on the side of like we need to be controlled and we need to be contained because otherwise we're just going to be wild animals and psychology is part of the fault of that freud's whole idea that we're just essentially rage raging beasts that he's need the to be, id yeah like
1: you have this <laughs> like you know wanting to feed and fornicate and like rage and destroy and all this and like Oh my gosh, it's so scary. So yeah, I'm what that controlled. Yes. Um,
0: so it makes sense as a society we've erred on the side of we're rageful beasts and we need to be reined in and if with we these be- like
1: terrible, dirty, violent, like yes. like like the idea too, like a lot of like old school like Freudian ideas, like like sex wasn't talked about with regards to like connection and relating and Absolutely. intimacy and um, it's a physical act to maybe express emotion or mm-hmm. relief stress or, or, or to connect with someone yeah, else exactly. to
0: bond and to be. Um, yeah
1: it was like this dark and warped and weird and perverse and who knows what's going to come out of that pandora's <laughs> right. box
0: and it's violent and it's rageful yeah. and it's about control and it's about ownership which things
1: can be certainly. go down that road
0: absolutely they can
1: um but i think that that Is when, a lot of times when we don't understand something, Mm
0: -hmm. like if you look Mm -hmm. at
1: the media, like what do the media say about, you know, this group of people or this event? It's like they tell you the most sensationalist scary parts. Absolutely. And I think a lot of the things we just kind of grew up hearing about our emotions Mm -hmm. are like the emotions are so unbridled and dirty and messy and scary and problematic and emotions certainly can be. Mm
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And, and the thing is, too, is and I want to make this clear, too, it's not like, hey, emotions are great for you, kumbaya, rock and roll. Yeah, just let your just emotions go
0: crazy. <laughs> let let <laughs> your
1: uh, crippling
0: depression run <laughs> rampant, it, because it's natural. Like, yeah, just have anxiety and panic attacks all the time. It's a beautiful expression of your internal world.
1: Yeah, it's not. No, because, like, our hearts, we have part of our brain that makes our heart beat. Yes. And we have part of our brain that makes our heart not beat this way or, mm-hmm. and make it beat that way. Can we have problems with how our heart beats? totally absolutely can we have problems with how our emotions function
0: mm-hmm. well absolutely and I think that we need to start seeing emotions as equal counterparts to reason and logic yes not, and, not
1: one or the other right
0: part of a system yes Right. Part teammates of, yeah teammates right where sometimes like us, like us. <laughs> you're the emotions and I'm the cold logical emotionless <gasps> oh, brain that's why we're perfect yes no, but honestly, like think about Absolutely. our relationship, mm-hmm. right? A lot of our growth has been, so I can, I've had problems with emotional expression in the past, <laughs> not just in our relationship, but people have said this in general, right? I could be really placid, I could be really chill, which can be stoic. really stoic, which can be really great and functional sometimes. Yes. But it also has gotten away in, in the way of my functioning at mm-hmm. some points. whereas you can be emotional and you can express and you can have mm-hmm. them. And just like you and I have helped to unlock that other side of the person yeah you know or, or foster the growth of that person
1: mm-hmm.
0: within each individual we can do the same we can look at integrating our thoughts and our feelings yes. together
1: yes because like just like you like in our example like you're the thought i'm the feeling and also my feelings thing feeling a lot of feelings at times can be difficult it can be overwhelming Absolutely. or interfere with um how i choose to behave or something mm-hmm. if i have, like oh, you know, I respond to someone too, like, shortly or something. I'm like, oh, man, I didn't treat them as, you know, kindly and patiently as I might have wanted Mm -hmm. or something. Mm -hmm. Um, But that idea of don't, like, yes, all emotions and yes, all reason. Because I think sometimes, too, when people favor, like, I think we have a better idea of, like, what happens if you're just all emotion? Right. Because I think that's what our fears are.
0: Yes, that's, yes, absolutely. Like,
1: our fears that, well, if I'm just, if I, if I feel my sorrow, I'll just be like a weeping mess and I'll never get off the floor.
0: Right. And I'll never stop. And I will in perpetuity be crying.
1: Yeah. And like sometimes our, our sorrow gets too much and mm-hmm. then we need, mm-hmm. we need to find supports. Absolutely. But, um, I think there's a lot of up fears about what happens if I actually allow myself to experience normal human emotions. Yes. And. We overidealize that reason, reason, and rationality. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I think the thing is, though, because that's not our natural state. We're not naturally just just intellectual. Yes,
0: we are literally not brain wired to just be intellectual.
1: Right. Literally, we right. have the structures there. Yes. Um, to experience emotions.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, that if we just expect ourselves to be perfectly rational robotic, I will do feeling, no Mm-mm. feeling, only Mm-mm. thought ration, me perfect, you know. Yes. Like, A, computers still screw up yes. all the freaking time. All the time, absolutely. Um, if anyone's ever worked with, like, OBS or x yes. streamers, you know.
2: Yes.
1: Um, is that how we work? And and then when we have emotions, so especially if you have difficult emotions, mm-hmm. right? So you have, like, happy or something and, like, content or peaceful, and you're, mm-hmm. like, never, not usually distressed about that stuff. But if you're, like, sad... Mad, agitated, frustrated, whatever, and then you have this unreasonable expectation on yourself. Yes, that you should be an automaton.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now you're double stressed because it's not fun to feel those negative, like negative, i.e., unfun emotions.
0: Yes, un- yes, exactly. I, which I think ties right into also something culturally that goes on in our world is this obsession with happiness. Mm. of like we need to be happy at all costs and any period of discomfort any period of sadness or anxiety or tension or just general you know unhappiness with what's uh, happening is intolerable.
1: I didn't even think of it that way. Like I never actually had this thought in this manner before, but we have this idea of success like you have the car, the clothes, the the partner, the home and mm-hmm. the you know maybe 2.5 children and whatever. But I think part of that, like, quote-unquote American dream, or wherever you live, there's some mm-hmm. ideals of what having been successful it entails. Absolutely. It's when you arrive there, you'll never be unhappy.
0: Absolutely, yeah, right?
1: Like, oh, you, like, to really be a successful, like, mature person is, like, you're always fine. Yep. Like, happy and thriving. Like, those like, Instagram accounts you yes. might see or something. Yes. Or, like... And we like I think we all know at this point hopefully and if you don't please think about that that like, these are like snippets and carefully crafted snippets to portray things but that there's shame if we're disappointed there's shame mm-hmm. if we're sad
0: I especially in some ways it gets even worse if things are going quote unquote okay yeah but you're not happy you're not you know bursting at the seams mm-hmm. you know this is what they talk about sometimes with like postpartum where mothers have babies and they're yeah. like We've been sold this idea that you have this greatest thing you've ever done and it should basically be just unyielding love and like, yes,
1: joy right, and joy
0: and happiness. And then you feel like, oh, wait, I have some negative emotional reaction to this baby or to this experience mm-hmm. or to what my life is. And we can start to beat ourselves up about that kind of stuff. Right. You know, and like you were saying, a really good point is, and this is in this in the social psych literature of social media has made it even more prominent that feeling because we're looking at everybody's highlight reels every day
1: when we start to have the unreasonable expectations for ourselves mm-hmm. with regards to our emotions that we like don't have these unfun ones yes and a lot of times too we have those expectations for other people Definitely. we're essentially expecting ourselves and others to not be human beings
0: Which I had never really thought of it that way before, but that's, as somebody who has struggled with coping with difficult, (laughs) negative emotions, particularly (gasps) those in other people too, um, you know, being overwhelmed or scared if someone's frustrated, like, oh no, um, that yes, you're asking them to not be a human being, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: which is, um, well, which is why one of the things that's so important, like in mental health and so on is like validation of. Yeah. Your emotional experience.
1: Well, that's the thing. Like, so much distress happens. So, like, there's the original feeling, like, sad, mad, bad. Right. Angry, anxious. But then we, like, oh, man, I'm going to double down on that negative emotion (laughs) by fighting against having it. I have a
0: great idea of how to make that negative emotion go away. I'm going to make myself feel worse.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, like, you're like, no, I don't want it to be there. And now you feel twice as bad because guess what? It is there, sucker.
0: Yeah. And it will stay there. And it will leak everywhere
1: and then sometimes when you push at it to go away it pushes you back absolutely triple time
0: so how do you think is the best way well how do we not do that i know i've struggled with that in my own life of how do you and i think it kind of goes back to something you were saying before and something we've talked about before is there are ways to express negative emotions that are acceptable
1: and that's the thing is yeah i'm glad you said i'm totally interrupting you right now no please do (laughs) but that's the important thing that i want to highlight too is like (coughs) It's not like, okay, he- emotions are normal. So it's a normal to get, like, feel really angry sometimes. So therefore it's normal to throw the remote control and scream right. at people. Right. No, it's not. Like, it's not. There are still expectations, um, I say all the time, that I have values that I put, and I think this can apply to anybody, to treat others, no matter how I feel,
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: unless, like, my immediate safety is threatened. But to always treat other people with, Dignity, yes. Respect,
2: mm-hmm.
1: compassion, and uh, kindness. Yeah. And to convey that, and I can communicate that, like I am flipping, like I'm shakingly livid with you. Absolutely. And still treat you with compassion, dignity, respect, and kindness.
0: Absolutely, and I think that's a very, that's where, um, that that integration of thought and emotion comes in right because we do have those impulses to be like i just want to scream at this person yeah and i just want to cuss them out this person cut
1: in front of me and lied at the star wars premiere (laughs) oh i'm gonna let them have it
0: you know yeah we have these impulses to do these things to act in ways that we go yeah one i'll get arrested two i don't want to be that person yeah right
1: three um, even if part of me kind of wants to be that person, yeah. I know that this won't solve my problem because it will probably make 15 more problems. Yeah.
0: Or I'm in a relationship with someone and I don't want like I want this relationship to be okay and I know if I do this that that's pretty you know.
1: And I care about other people and I want yes. I don't want to like especially if you're if you care about someone you don't want to damage them. Right. Um,
0: and that's where that integration of thought comes in, right? We kind mm-hmm. of we then kind of have the structure of how we want to respond or the things we want to do, and we can regulate those emotions. Mm-hmm. But what happens if someone has a regulatory disorder?
1: Then you need to go to talk to a doctor.
0: Yes, then you need to go talk to a doctor about how to deal with those things. <laughs> well, that's
1: the thing. is like There's a certain amount, because, like, I mean, look at me. So I do have a regulatory disorder. Yes. And so if, if anyone listening doesn't know what a regulatory disorder is, uh, my regulatory disorder is ADHD. Yes. And... um what the regulation means is that. Um, do you want to talk about the dysregulation of ADHD? Yeah.
0: So a lot of people think of ADHD as just an attention problem, but there is an emotional dysregulation component where it's not that they're more anxious or they get or they're depressed or whatever. It's that whatever emotions they experience are always intense.
1: It can be quicker, faster, more intense, and it can go away quicker, faster. Exactly. And more exactly.
0: So they vacillate and they switch a lot quicker than. Um, people without ADHD's emotions do.
1: And I think the two regulation term I want to also bring up, which this might be um, kind of nerdy and of limited interest to people, but our attention even, like what we're focusing on, what we're thinking about functions similar to the emotions. Like, Mm -hmm. um, ooh, what's that arises? Even people that don't have ADHD. Yes. There's like a, oh, I want to check out the TV show. Oh, but I got to finish this report. Mm -hmm. Oh, I wanted to go um, look on Reddit. I gotta finish doing the dishes, and there's this these things that arise, these impulses, mm-hmm. these things that capture your awareness, and the frontal lobe goes, "Hold on, brah." Yeah, you know
0: we're on doing homework right now. Yeah, or...
1: um, no, don't go laying on the floor and pet the kitty for right. twenty minutes. <laughs> right. um, you can do that afterward. I know right. the kitty's really cute, right. um, but it's the same way with our emotions,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and. Um, and you've got to be able to shift. But also part of ADHD, the dysregulation too, mm-hmm. is it's dysregulation of attention. Yeah. Because people with ADHD can also hyper-focus. Absolutely. So it's not just like always distracted. Yeah, so
0: everything is just unregulated essentially. Yeah. Essentially what we know about it's ADHD so awesome. is, that, is that the frontal lobes don't do their job efficiently. Yeah. Right? So they don't regulate attention. They don't regulate emotion. And, you know... There, you've had to learn ways to cope with Mm -hmm. that,
1: yeah. So, that's the thing is like, I'm like, well, it's not fair. Like, so if I just go, okay, I've now been determined that I have a regulatory disorder, Mm -hmm. so my emotions go to one to 60 in a blink Mm -hmm. of an eye, so that's just how it is. La 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 la, you know. Um, that's it's it doesn't it's not the whole be all end all Mm -hmm. that when sometimes when you get a diagnosis, whatever it is. And you a know, diagnosis. You can just notice that, like, wow, I really struggle with insecurity. Mm-hmm. Wow, mm-hmm. I, get, I get really quiet in social settings with a lot of people around that um, I don't know. Yeah. Or, wow, I get really jealous in certain situations. Or whatever it is that you notice about yourself. That's like like a, a self-assessment. Mm-hmm. And what you do with that information is then you problem-solve. So once you know it, oh, I, I, I've ID'd this thing. Now what can I do differently?
0: And I th- yeah, I think that's a really important part when we talk about how do we integrate. You know, earlier we we're talking about reason and emotion, and how do we integrate those things? A lot of the reason, a lot of how we use reason to deal with emotional problems is is problem solving, yeah. which is a thing that you know typically we just we don't really get taught how to do it,
1: especially about emotional problems. Especially, especially emotional, like self care problem solving. Absolutely. Although someone came on my stream the other day. They were uh, like an early childhood education teacher. They said they started to teach um, emotion, self care stuff. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's amazing. I'm that we did not have that.
0: Absolutely, no, <laughs> no. Growing up, especially in my Polish family, it was like no. you don't, you do not have emotions. You, did, you didn't
1: have that at Catholic no. school, that's for sure.
0: Well, yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. Well, that's interesting you say because while you may have a or excuse me, a dysregulatory disorder where your emotions are unchecked. You know, I don't have a diagnosis, but on the other hand, I could speak to the other end of the spectrum. What do you do when you feel like your emotions are blocked up or Mm -hmm. choked or stopped? And sometimes you have to let that kind of feeling out. You have to breathe into your emotions a little bit, you know, and and accept that you have negative emotions and that that's okay.
1: Mm -hmm. I think it's funny because you're saying like breathe into your emotions.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: For someone who's maybe a little, your growth edge could be getting more in touch with your feelings. Yes. Um, folks that maybe are a little more, oh, I, I'm in touch with my feelings. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe we need to to have a little bit more of the the rational managed. Yes. Frontal lobes, going yeah. on. Um, either one. It's funny, even though they're both completely different, I think the way through
0: mm-hmm.
1: to growth is the same thing, which is mindfulness.
0: Yeah, yeah, being aware.
1: And being aware of what? Like, like so you could argue that, like, me, like, okay, your emotions are like, whoa, hello. And then I need to be more aware of, like, the thoughts and the rationality. Mm-hmm. I think, if anything, it's more important for me to be aware of the motions. Yeah. Because that's the thing that's by far helped me the most is because I, I know if I'm at a three or a four, Yeah. I need to tend to that emotion. Because that three or four can go booyah. And it's, now we're at a 14, Motherfucker, Let's do this. <laughs> the scale has exploded.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so I got to catch it lower.
0: I think that's a really good point. Even on like you're saying, the way through on both ends is the same thing because in my own growth, as trying to, um, you know, connect to emotions more and be aware of and and express them is the first step is to recognize that I have them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where like yours may be, I need to recognize them at a three so they don't go to a 14. Yes. I need to recognize (laughs) them at a three so I can go, oh, wait, that's something you should think about and feel and express. Or you
1: might not notice that inklings, Like, it might be really hard for you to tend to it at a 3
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Where yes. I'm like, I have a little bit more feedback at a three. Yeah. And you might not notice it. Like, it might be at a ten and you still don't notice it. Yes. So, your growth is to start catching it at like a seven.
2: Yeah.
1: Catching it at an eight. Yeah. And then you can work backward. Mm-hmm. Um Where maybe the best you'll do is catching it at four or five.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But the, the, it's either way is to find the kernels. Mm-hmm. Of those feelings? Because that's the thing, is like back to what we were saying at the beginning about right. this like Freudian, like the idiot who's eating you and, yeah. and doing all these horrible, terrible things and murdering babies yeah, and right. like copulating with everything. Right. You know, um, the way we keep it from being this giant thing, like think about the times that your emotions have got the best of you. Usually, there were things, like, if you took a step back afterward, like, after you're like, oh, man, I, I my ass was hanging out there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You there were There were tips, maybe, that yeah. you were kind of...
0: Yeah, very rare is it to go from, I'm totally fine, I blacked out, and now I'm rageful. You yeah. You know what I mean? Like,
1: or it's like, hi, <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's... Yeah. Like, even if it's really quick,
0: mm-hmm.
1: maybe it's 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And time that you got there, but there was, there's always cues.
0: Yes, I think it's a good point. I think a lot of times in our culture we could be so focused on go 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 onto the next thing and be productive and get these things done that we can have a hard time stopping and listening to ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, and like you said, having that awareness of what we feel, mm-hmm. which is which is important because our emotions are our motivation, right? Yeah. Our emotions are for most people, most often why we do the things we do, yes. right? And that's why we always can go, you know, I tell students that I teach this all the time, like, you know, and I'm pointing to my head, right, that you should study for your exam. But then you don't really want to, pointing to your chest and your heart. You don't feel like doing it. So you put it off or you procrastinate. And we need to check in and be aware of our motivation essentially mm-hmm. you know cause every time you say emotion if you think motivation being aware of it is vital in order to make the decisions that we want to make to have the life that we want
1: right because like you, you point to your chest and you're like okay you don't really want to and then you're like well i check in with the feeling like i want to play video games instead and you're like that's all but maybe when you check in with your emotions not just your head, it's like you should study you should study you should study yeah. But when you check in with your emotions, you might find that maybe you're afraid. That mm-hmm. I'm going to study really well and I'm, it's not going to be good enough. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're feeling, if you check in with your emotions,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you'll find that you're kind of feeling burnt out. Yeah. And the idea of like putting another knight of pedal to the metal is a little freaking much. Yeah. And I don't know that I can do that. Right. And we might be afraid of like, looking at those because like that's that's a weak thing yes because that's we need to be an automaton so it doesn't matter what you think and feel
2: Mm -hmm.
1: there's like that huge divide that they talked about in spirit you know when like this body is this like garbage thing that we're Mm -hmm. just driving around it's like we need to ascend beyond the body but then like there's like this whoa 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 why is this garbage Mm -hmm. is this not incredible miraculous gift and like are there not values to this Mm -hmm. um like this is a if this is your little spaceship that your mind is flying around in, this is right. pretty frickin' awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um but to also check in when you're looking at and in tuning into those feelings mm-hmm. and then go, Oh, okay, like I know it's scary to think about that, right? Mm-hmm. You're like I'm supposed to rise above these these heathen base id feelings, emotions, like babies are the ones that have needs
2: yeah they need their
1: baba or their binky they need their mommy they they need a snappy because they got frustrated and i hate to break it to you but it doesn't change that much when you age absolutely not we just don't throw ourselves to the ground in the grocery line because we can't have snickers
0: right right yeah but i mean think about it a lot of times what we do as adults we do things that are the adult version of tantruming in a way right if we're Mm -hmm. avoiding those negative emotions we can do things like self-sabotage or turn to substances or do things that are we're not crying in the middle of a grocery store
1: maybe we are maybe we are
0: (laughs) sometimes sometimes we do do that too sometimes we have things like (laughs) panic attacks and so on yeah you know and we need to at least connect with feeling positive and negative, and valuing those negative feelings sometimes. Because sometimes, like to take the study example that we used earlier, sometimes we go, I want to play video games. My heart wants to play video games. But if we really feel into the whole idea of should I study or not, part of our feelings might be negative feelings. Not should,
1: how do I feel about Or how do
0: I feel about studying? Yes, exactly. See, correcting my my own biases there, right? (laughs) Shoulds. Shoulds.
1: Shoulds are the quick road to, to, to feeling like crap and procrastination. Right.
0: But, like, if we feel into, do I want to do my homework or not, right? Yeah. Sometimes it helps to connect to the, like, negative feelings of not doing your homework. Yeah. Like, like if I don't do my oh homework, God, I'm gonna, my it's going to be over my head, and I'm going to have to keep doing it, and I'm going to have to keep worrying about it, and mm-hmm. that feels bad.
1: Yeah, and I'll be distracted, and it's going to suck, like, playing my game when I know that this has get done, and, like, then I have to do it tomorrow, and tomorrow I have class, and then it's going to be on top of that, and that's yeah. going to suck, and... That that stinks, and and you don't want to. Then that that's that's like okay, yeah. Like it's connected to those other feelings. Mm-hmm. Those are negative things mm-hmm. that I don't. Oh, no,
0: I don't want to feel that way. Or
1: even feeling burnt out, like well, mm-hmm. that's not good. But like, what if you're burnt out? Maybe you can go. Okay, I'm feeling a little burnt out. I wanted to get this paper done tonight. Right. I can't play well the Warcraft all night. Right. But you know what? Maybe I'm gonna go. Meet my friends for dinner and then after Because that'll right. be a nice, that always recharges me. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm going to lay down for a nap for 25 minutes.
2: Because
1: mm-hmm. that'll recharge me. And, and it'll address that emotional need that is, I'm burnt out. Yes. Or you feel like I'm not going to do well enough. Mm-hmm. And then you can kind of like call a friend for reassurance. You can kind of talk to yourself and go, well, let's look at this. Right. You know, we got pretty good grades on this before. And I know right. this is a daunting task. But I think we have a good game plan and you can kind of self-soothe.
0: Yeah, self-soothing is, I think, goes part and parcel with the... So we have this thing of we don't want to feel negative emotions. What do we do if we feel them, right? Because we're mm-hmm. saying we need to feel into them, breathe into them, experience them to let that motivation tell us maybe what we want to do. Mm-hmm. And then the other part of...
1: It's like picking up the phone.
0: Yes. like right. We keep going, yes.
1: no, we <laughs> hang up on them. <laughs> right. Like, they ring, 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 no, go away. Right. You know, we're right. not telling... Like, we're like... Freaking telemarketers. Right. Like, they're, you're Stop emo- calling
0: this house. Right. Stop right.
1: calling this house emotions. I hate you. Right. You know, but we have to go, okay, what? I'm like, wait, what do you want from me? Oh, you want, you want social contacts when right. someone else is on the line. But I'm afraid. Okay. Yeah. Like, oh, geez. But we can, by listening to them. Yeah. Is how we can start to go, okay, let's negotiate.
0: Yeah. And how then we can we- get
1: you all taken care of.
0: Absolutely. And you're, to your point of, that's where self-soothing comes in, which I think in a lot of ways, if we're not in touch with our negative emotional states, we never learn how to self-soothe.
1: How do you self-soothe something that you don't know exists?
0: You know how we self-soothe? We play wow all night. (laughs) Or we do substances. Or we do these. We procrastinate. We avoid. That's that's the only self-soothing that a lot of us know how to do. Or
1: you don't self-soothe. You act out. You displace. Mm -hmm. You know, like you yell at your spouse. Or Mm -hmm. you withdraw from your friends. And um, you don't go out. Or you party too much at school, Mm -hmm. or you get in arguments, or you tell people that you're doing their mom on Xbox Live, or, (laughs) you know, like, you you do things, and, like, those might, like, displace, you know, like, spill some of the water, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and the build up emotion, but, like, that doesn't... It's not the most effective means. No, and right? that
0: and those emotions will still be there if you don't tend to them. They will that telemarketer will keep calling you yeah. louder and louder, and in, and send you mail, and then show up at you your front what? door. You know, emotions are
1: kind of like a debt collector.
0: Yeah, they really are.
1: You know, like you have a debt to this emotion, yeah. and you don't want it. Like I don't like debts, you know. Yeah. But, oh, they, they will call, and they yep. will call, and they'll get aggressive tactics. Mm-hmm. The repo people will come and take your car. <laughs> yep,
0: they'll start taking money out of your paycheck, whether you want it or not. Yeah. And, and to bring it to real life, you know, they, unexamined, unexperienced, avoided negative emotions will lead to relationship problems. Yeah. They will lead to work, work problems, problems. Sleep problems. Sleep problems. Taking
1: care of yourself problems. School
0: problems. problems mm-hmm. Motivation problems. Yep. You know, they will, they will exact their toll. Yes. Whether you want them to or not.
1: They will They will take out that that thing that they're asking for as energy. Mm-hmm. And we can choose what we give them, right? Mm-hmm.
2: We Absolutely.
1: can choose to like, okay, hold on. I'm going to do some things to free up some, to, to pay this, to pay the, the loneliness collector, to play <laughs> right. the anxiety collector or something. Um, or we can just ignore it and it's going to take whatever it wants. Yes.
0: And it's going to start taking things. That you don't want. Yes. And I can say even my own experience of, of trying to be more in tune with emotions, particularly negative emotions, is what I've found and what is usually the case is that, one, it's not as scary as I thought it would be, and two, it's not permanent. Mm-hmm. Because I think there is a fear that, like we talked about earlier, it's just going to wash over you and never go away.
1: And there are some, now granted, some of us, like there have been times in like, anyone's life where you were awash
2: mm-hmm.
1: in emotions, mm-hmm. right? So if you're like, I'm going to practice You know, maybe if you lost like a really close loved one Mm -hmm. a week ago and you're like really afraid to feel those emotions, maybe that's the deep end of the pool.
2: Yes. Maybe,
1: maybe you want, maybe you're like, okay, I'm kind of like, I'm going to keep that one on lockdown. I'm not going to answer that phone right yet. Like I hear you. Okay. I know you're there. I'm not ready to pay that debt off right yet. But you can maybe feel, I'm a little frustrated with my boss at work. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a little annoyed when my spouse asked me to mow the lawn. That's mm-hmm. not us because we don't have a lawn. <laughs> right. You know, but the, you can feel these, like, smaller things to mm-hmm. kind of get practice.
2: Yeah. Put yeah. little
1: floaties on and, like, lay in the kiddie pool and go, okay, like, feeling this is not cool, mm-hmm. but I can okay, I'll, I'll give it a look. Because it's, it's practice.
0: It is practice. And it is, like you're saying, it's a skill. Yes. Being in touch with your emotions, experiencing your emotions. And then dealing with your emotions is a skill mm-hmm. and unfortunately, a lot of the things that we learn about how to function as a human being we just learn by whatever happens to us as we grow up whatever and we like, happens to see we do
1: what we saw we do what we were told to do and uh
0: we do the things that I just happened to think figured out that may have worked when I was twelve but now I'm 38 and they don't work anymore <laughs>
1: yeah
0: you know and we don't it is a skill and it is something that you have to. You can learn. There are ways to learn these things. Therapy is a way to learn how to deal mm-hmm. with emotions. Therapy is a safe space that you can go to if you're having emotions that you just feel like you can't, you don't know how to deal with.
1: Yes, absolutely. You know. Um, and and then if you don't <coughs> feel like the need for therapy, talk to your friends. How absolutely. do you deal with things? Mm-hmm. Find role models. Like mm-hmm. I really admire how this person faces these kind of challenges. Um, we can, that awareness we talked about. My um. I recorded a video today mm-hmm. about what video games teach us, yeah. about taking care of ourselves emotionally, yeah. and so much of it's like awareness of myself, awareness of the situation, yeah. and implementing what you think is the best strategy, mm-hmm. and that will work somewhat, and then parts of it won't work. You go back to step A. Yeah, and
0: then you problem solve. Awareness of self, yep. awareness
1: of the thing, try something else. Yep. and. That there's not this perfect formula, and different mm-hmm. people are different. And yep. and like you said too, like when you're 12, like we have diff- we're a different person. Yeah, we have different needs. We're 12, <laughs> <laughs> right. you know. Um, but also too that we might learn something because of the circumstances in our life. Like mm-hmm. that was really adaptive. I've had folks on my channel talk about. You know, I had a parent that was extremely reactive yeah. if I was emotional as a kid. Yeah. And so they learned to not cry, not feel, not have feelings, not have needs. And that's really adaptive. Because mm-hmm. as a child, you do not want a parent getting really upset like that. That's, mm-hmm. that's a lot. So that's a really adaptive yes. strategy.
2: Yeah.
1: When you're out of the house and by yourself and trying to form an intimate relationship with <laughs> someone, yes. you're like, okay, now this is um, hindering things. Absolutely. And that's okay though. Mm-hmm. And then you just go, "No, oh, this strat isn't working anymore." Yeah. How do we work around this?
0: Yeah, And I think an important part of that process for people is having compassion for yourself yes. and what you experience. and to you know part of the things of tamping down emotions, then as they rise up and you berate yourself for having them, <laughs> or you shouldn't feel this way, and compassion, And while, then
1: berating yourself gives you shame, like a nice yeah. layer of shame and guilt.
0: A little shame layer on the you top You have like of an that. anxiety cake and you yeah. smear yeah. shame
1: all over it now. Right. You're like, it's awesome.
0: We're like having that compassion for yourself and others allows you to go hold these emotions in your hands and go, okay, I can deal with these now because I'm not spending all my time just beating myself up about having these things. I have these things. Mm -hmm. I have these feelings. I have sadness. I have anger. I have frustration. I have anxiety. Yeah, And it's okay that I have them. Other people have them.
1: And it's okay as in it sucks. Yes. It's not fun. But it's all right. Yes. Because I'm human. Yes. And this garbage happens to us. Yeah. It feels shitty sometimes.
0: Yeah. It's non-judgmentalness towards yourself for having feelings. Mm Mm-hmm. Like... You can have feelings, it's okay to have feelings, and that when you accept that, then these are things that you go, oh, of course I have this, so how do I, and it allows you to access that problem solving, and that reason, and all of those things in order to try and cope with those emotional experiences.
1: And I want to say, like, listening to you talk, you said you spent spending all that time, Mm -hmm. and when you accept it, it allows you to Mm da-da-da, but like, why weren't you allowed to before? Right. What was the time spent doing before? Do you, it made me realize we spend so much flippin' and flapping energy. Yes. Like back to the first thing we were talking about. Mm-hmm. About how we have this bizarre fantasy of you should not have feelings. And if you ever feel sad, even like, oh man, I'm bummed today. You're like, oh, what's wrong with me? <laughs> you know, yeah. that we, split, we put profound amount of energy and time and effort
0: yep.
1: into erasing things that are not erasable.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I
1: mean, it's kind of like, you know, there's, there's body dysmorphic disorder mm-hmm. where you have this perception of your body that does not align with reality. And you might have very unrealistic
2: mm-hmm.
1: expectations of what your body looks like. Right. That I have zero fat, and I must be this thin. Even though a human body can't do that. Yeah, right. And because you're expecting the impossible of your body you are tormented and we kind of have this like emotional dysmorphic disorder (laughs) that we have no emotion. We spend so much time and energy tormenting ourselves to try to remove something that is not removable. You will have fat on your body and Mm -hmm. you will have cellulite and you will have gray hair and um, you will have emotions and you will be embarrassed sometimes and you'll feel sad sometimes and anxious sometimes. And these things are going to occur. Mm. And the more we put time and effort into it, just to making that not happen,
2: yeah.
1: we can't, like, th- there were days back in the day when people had lobotomies, right? Yeah. Like, we can't stick a watermelon scooper in our brain you're and like, right. there goes <laughs> that your will, amygdala. That will not go All well. good. That will
0: not go well. You know?
1: Yeah, because... that part of our brain also does other things too not just form emotions
0: well like we said if your emotions are motivation and you want to literally what you're saying to yourself is you're removing motivations for things that may make your life better Mm -hmm. right if you're unhappy with a relationship or you're sad about your job or you're finding yourself feeling uninspired to do something right and you have these negative experiences but you're tamping them down and you're not letting them be and you're berating yourself and putting all that effort into not feeling them, you are removing the motivation to maybe make a change in your life that will make things better, Mm -hmm. you know? And if we, I mean, we've seen this in movies, it's been stories throughout humanity of you ignore the negative things and you just live in this monotony of stuff that sucks Mm -hmm. and you just stay in it because you're not letting yourself have the motivation to get out of it.
1: And then it kind of slowly spirals down in this almost mm-hmm. imperceptible yeah. way because it just exists, mm-hmm. and and then you get worse and worse, frustrated, and there's mm-hmm. more of those consequences we talked about because the things build up because they don't go away.
2: Yeah,
1: like you have more and more debt collectors calling now, yes. and now you're going nuts because the phone's constantly ringing, and how could I possibly pay them all off? Yes, and because you spent all your money trying to like. Get new phone numbers, right. you were like running from the man right you were on the lamb, you're like right. renting cars and costumes and disguises, but they kept finding you somehow yeah. and that's what you spend our money on mm-hmm. well, why don't you spend your money on paying them off yeah and and somehow like why why don't we because we don't always know how yeah because it's not just money yeah it's't how do how I communicate with my significant other mm-hmm. um, what do I say to my mother-in-law you know like um what is it that i want to do for a living but and and i want to say too that you were talking about these emotions like is motivation but think of it as like the side of a coin Mm
2: -hmm.
1: right so there's always a sec other side of the coin so like if you're feeling really 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 lonely
2: right
1: because you said like if you scooped out that part of the brain you wouldn't have motivation to do things right but like the side of two like cuz you talk to me all the time about like ADHD like yeah. I feel emotions really strongly. But also you wouldn't have it any other way cuz I feel joy and love mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. way more intensely than the average bear too. Absolutely. And so there's the two sides of that coin. So if there's loneliness and I want something this other side of the coin is when we have that we appreciate and it, enjoy it. Absolutely. And if I'm feeling understimulated at my job and I'm looking for stimulation at my job, I'm looking for a challenge and novel experiences and something to give me a sense of accomplishment, then we go do that and then that brings us pleasure mm-hmm. when we experience healthy challenge and accomplishments. Mm-hmm. And if I want to, you know, I'm, I'm longing for love, then we get love and that brings us to feeling the enjoyment and pleasure of love mm-hmm. and it's the same side so feeling is like longing or feeling is sad why are you sad because mm-hmm. i don't have friends that support me
2: right
1: okay what is the need there right so what is the other side of the coin is being loved and supported by friends okay that's what i want how do i get that when you get that mm-hmm. mm, that feels good
0: mm-hmm. like it, hunger yes and it gives you the motivation if you go i, I want friends that love and support me and care about me if you plug into the feeling of loneliness and all of that, it may serve as a motivation to go, oh, I want something different. I'm going to seek something different. I'm going to try and even it Even though I'm out, nervous. Even though I'm nervous. So I I'm feel scared. this loneliness. Yes.
1: And this is legit. Yes. And I'm going to brave that journey.
0: Yeah, and I'm going to, because if you just avoid it, of course you're not going to change anything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? If you're just not aware of the feeling or you tamp it down or you hang up that phone on that debt collector, of course you're not going to change what you do. Right? Because you're just removing that tension. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we need that attention, that, that tension, that difficulty to grow. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see it all the time. We talk about a growth. A lot of, when you look back on life, a lot of your growth comes from difficult times and things you struggled through leads to flipping the coin over and getting those things that you really want and you really care about. Mm-hmm. And then you get the pleasure of connecting with someone and finding the love of your life and being with them. And what does that do? It gives you positive feelings, which are motivation to do more of that.
1: Yeah. It's kind of like the coins laying on the ground, though. Yeah. But we only see, like, loneliness. Right. Like, I don't want to pick up the loneliness coin. Leave that right. shit there. <laughs> you know, like, that, that looks like a <laughs> shitty coin. So leave it there. But we have to pick it up. Yes. We have to pick it off the ground. We have to look at it. And then that's how we're able to flip it over and see, okay, let's, let's really examine what do we want.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe I want more social supports. And also, two things are complex too. Like you yeah. may ultimately, I want a partner, but until you get that, you can also develop better social supports and Absolutely. Blah, blah blah. But
0: and and ultimately, the wonderful thing is if you have no, if you start picking up those coins, and you go, I don't know how to do this differently. I don't know how to fix this. There's a whole profession that yes. does that, and that's the whole. That's where there is professional help that can help you with. And you say professional help, it sounds like, oh, God, there's something really wrong with me. I need professional help. But even self-growth, reading a self-help book or doing it on your own is essentially therapy. You're just going to a professional who maybe has some tips or ideas on how to do this. You know? It's like
1: if you want to be, I don't know, a professional gamer. Yeah. You want to be on an Overwatch team mm-hmm. or you want to be, you have coaches.
0: Yeah, you go learn from people.
1: Right, you you watch other people's games. Mm-hmm. You, you don't just go like, no, I'm not going to watch anyone play. I'm yeah. not going to have anyone give me feedback on my thing. And I will be the best Overwatch and player I'm ever. I'm sit in
0: my room by myself, and I'm going to figure out how to be the best.
1: Yeah, it's not... It's
0: like, no, you play with other people. You watch <laughs> videos. You and about, like If
1: you're an accomplished pianist, and you're, yeah. like, touring the world, that person trains a lot of flicking people. That's <laughs>
0: you learn. I mean, that's, that's the value in therapy that is... That can be extremely helpful for people if you just feel like I'm picking up these coins and okay, I'm embracing my negative emotions, but I have no idea what to do with them.
1: Or um, I've not been answering the phone and now I'm getting constant phone calls from yeah. debt collectors and I'm really overwhelmed and the floor is covered in these coins that <laughs> <and> I don't <laughs> know where to start and please help.
0: I need someone to just be Like with like me it's in like an process. accountant. Yeah.
1: You know, like someone that can be like, Hey, I know this is a hot mess. You've not had very good bookkeeping and yeah. you're really behind on your finances, but let me sort this out yeah. and we'll get a plan in place. Yeah.
0: Yeah, financial planning. If you're if you have money problems and you have debt problems and you have literal debt collectors, you don't just go I'm going to just never answer the phone again. You you get a plan. Put a plan in place.
1: Or or like if you like I have some resources like okay, maybe I have a decent job now and um you know, I have a partner and I'm like, uh I'm supposed to have a 401k or investment. I don't... Wait, what? Mm-hmm. You maybe go talk to somebody. If yes. you, don't, if you don't, I mean, you can go look online. Mm-hmm. Okay, am I supposed to have a 401k? Yep. Are there other options? Yep. Um, what's the difference between, um, you know, these and like index funds and wait, HUD funds? Mutual, wait, what's the difference? You look online. And if you're like, this is still crossing my eyes or I got a lot of money and I want it, someone, then you go
0: to someone. And you go to someone who's trained and knows that stuff.
1: Yeah, an investor, an accountant. Mm-hmm. It's... The mental health workers are kind of like emotional accountants. They, they yeah. help you sort through them so you have a plan.
2: Yeah.
1: So it's more manageable.
2: Yeah.
1: And they're not going like to go, oh, you don't walk into an account and be like, hi, I have a lot of debts and I, I don't have to do my money. They're like, don't worry, I'll use my own money to wipe it all away. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no.
0: no, they give you a plan. And then the, the better. And you do the work. Yes. And you do the work, but then you also learn the skills that you can then do it as you, the rest of your life. You know, mm-hmm. and you learn these skills for when life changes and you're 48 instead of 38 or 38 instead of 28 and all mm-hmm. your needs are completely different now yep. and all of your desires are completely different now and all of you have a bunch of new negative emotions that you're not comfortable dealing with, <laughs> right? Like you learn a set of skills on how to do that, yes. you know, and there is no shame in seeking that. There is no shame in needing that. And, or you
1: might feel shame. Yeah. And then you might feel shame for feeling shame because right. you know you shouldn't feel shame. Than you do, right? So and go. It's okay. It might feel weird, mm-hmm. and like just like a regular accounting, like this this person's an a hole, right? Or like this. I don't think this person knows what they're doing, or like they told me they want me to do this. I don't like that idea. Yep. You go find someone else. Same thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, but it's normal, healthy human experience to have emotions. Yeah. And our body typically doesn't have things.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, there's some things. Like you can remove your tonsils, right? Or your like yeah. gallbladder or something, you know. But like, yeah.
0: Yeah, you can live without a gallbladder. Yeah, yeah.
1: like there's some. It things does have
0: a function, but you can live without it. Yeah, like an appendix, you don't. Yeah. Right. You,
1: there's some things that are like, eh. but like it's not our emotions. No. Like they're they're an integral part, and like why are they integral though? Like our knees help our legs bend so we mm-hmm. can walk. Mm-hmm. Our eyes help us to see. Our emotions help us navigate a social world. Yes. And our and our and the organism's needs, like hunger, is like hey, feed me yo. Yeah. This is emotions are like hey, give me this yo.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And to think of our emotions, as as information.
0: Yeah.
1: As motivation, and then if it's way too flippin' much, to get an accountant. Get help. Because, you you pay for a doctor, you pay for an accountant, you yeah. pay for someone to build your
0: house. Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm. Why not pay for an expert to do to help you manage something that is central to everything you live and do,
0: and will be forever? Yes. Yep.
1: And you're not a robot.
0: And you're not a robot. I mean, even I don't want to be Spock. Oh, <laughs> well, Spock is a great character. I think character. someone
1: on stream though told me that Spock actually, I think that they're actually really emotional, but something like yeah. that is like a. It's not that they don't have emotions. Yeah. They have a lot of them.
0: Well, maybe I don't know. I'm not a huge Star Trek fan. Me neither. I don't God. know. I just heard that. Maybe that was a bad analogy. <laughs> Sorry, and, any Star Trek fans. And also,
1: um, shenanigans. Shenanigans. We love cake, but we were thinking about it. Yes. I love, like, chocolate cream, like, french look pie.
0: Yes. I like apple pie. They're like, uh, the, this Jewel Food Store apple pie is delicious. <laughs> Cake and pie can live together in harmony. We
1: we love you, and if you guys, if anyone here doesn't know the Shenantics podcast, yes, um, it's my friend. Uh, I call him MC Cool M on Twitch. M C U
0: L underscore.
1: hmm And Skanky. Yep. It's I Skanky. Right. Yes.
0: S K X N K Y. Thank you. Yes.
1: And um, Shenantics podcast. Yes. So I'm Coco the Louder. I also stream on Twitch. It's Coco underscore the underscore Louder, and Twitch where we do streams. About mental health, wellness, and relationships mm-hmm. and taking care of ourselves. I have a doctorate in psychology. Cake
0: has a doctorate in psychology. I'm a board certified clinical neuropsychologist, and you can catch me on Coco Stream sometimes. Um, and we love you. And we love you.
1: Take care of yourselves. Be human.
0: Be human.
1: But love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.